Welcome to another episode of the Dave Stockbridge Podcast. The sun is shining, the birds are singing, it's Dave from Real, and thanks so much for joining me on the podcast once again, where every episode I aim to bring you helpful hints and tips that I hope helps you make and save tens of thousands of dollars on your real estate journey. And today I'm joined by our very special guest, John Buckley from Remax Capital Canberra Region. Is that is that correct, John? Please correct me there. No, that's correct, Dave. We cover all of uh, Canberra and across into uh, New South Wales, uh, which is Queanbeyan, uh, Bungendore, out to Captain's Flat and Braidwood, as if required. So a, a, a beautiful part of the world. Magical. And uh, the reason why I wanted to bring you onto the podcast, John, is because we often get asked by um, people, uh, what's the market like outside of Adelaide? And, um, and with the depth of your experience in your marketplace, I thought there's nobody better uh, able to answer those questions about what's going on around Canberra uh, than you, John. And um, so tell us a little bit about yourself. How, how long have you been selling in the region? Look, Dave, thanks very much for the opportunity. It's great to be on your podcast. I've been here now for 25 years, just celebrated my uh, 25th year in, in real estate here in starting out in Canberra. Congratulations. And, uh, th- thank you. It uh, feels like, a, a you know, just a few days, uh, and yet you've got that whole wealth of uh, experience that's flowed under your feet over that period of time. Yeah, absolutely. And what are, what are some of the key features or things that have changed in the marketplace over that period of time, do you think? <laughs> How funny is marketing uh, and how much it's changed? So when we started, you might have moved the garbage bin at the front to take the photo of the house. You um, might have. <laughs> you might have. Um, but uh, generally speaking, you know, you get the little five-by-seven photograph down to Foxy's Fast Photos, stuck it on the uh, window card out the front, um, might have stuck a, uh, you know, a, um, an ad in the Canberra Times, a little 30-word 30, 30 line ad, which was exactly the same for almost every property. <laughs> and, uh, and now we've uh, developed to uh, in-depth videos, up to four or five minutes of video on the property, giving information that you just can't sort of glean without uh, a deeper understanding. The 3D virtual tours, which I do on all of my properties, uh, we get rave reviews from people who can uh, really, again, gain that level of understanding about how the floor plans work and what's um, where, how the flow is. So um, obviously professional photography, looking sharp and neat is important not making the properties look too distorted, mm-hmm. uh, and much more information. You just need so much more information on hand to be able to answer technical details um, than what was done in the past. So it's been a very dramatic change. There's definitely some commonality between what you're doing and what we're doing here in Adelaide with those uh, mm. virtual tours, uh, the video content, and, and what's been the, the feedback from buyers and sellers with respect to the video work that you've been doing? Well, what we've done, Dave, is we've changed from the format of basically where you've got a slideshow and uh, uh, from a consumer's perspective, all you've done is lost control. So you're trying to look at the videos, but you've got no control. You're trying to look at the photographs, sorry, but you've got no control as to the speed or how long you look at them. Uh, So our, our process is one of... Uh, videoing the property and then having a thorough in-depth chat about it and and what that's meant is buyers are finding information there that they couldn't find uh, in other ways. So surprisingly enough, uh, once we've transitioned from this, we've had now consumers that have rung us up and said, hey, love the information that you share on that video. I really helped me understand about the property and that's been a very positive experience. So as I say to my sellers, 
it's not the case that everyone will watch your video, but what is the case is every buyer, the person who's actually gone on to buy the property, every one of those has watched it. Absolutely, yeah. We're, we're marketing to the few and not the many. After all, there can only be the one buyer and it's just Correct. making sure that one buyer sticks on your listing. Absolutely. And uh, so so in your observation, certainly marketing seems to be that thing that's changed most dramatically over recent times. I, look, I mean, as a real estate agent, you've now got far more uh, flexibility with your uh, CRMs, your customer uh, relation um, uh um, databases and whatnot. So there's a lot more, you know, a lot more ways to interact and faster interaction than what there has been. You still run into the problem, I think, that uh, in some properties you just get absolutely swamped with inquiry. So it, you need effective ways to be able to communicate with many people as quickly as possible before you're sorting down to the, you know, those handful of people that are really super interested and the ones that you need to be working with. So there's a lot of skill that's. Uh, I mean, it's really a constant learning experience to be getting on top of that, I must say. Yeah, yeah, and, and, and as much as uh, you're still a real estate agent, I'm guessing, um, much like ourselves here, our, our role when it comes to marketing has become much more uh, mature and sophisticated over, over recent times. As we've, we're not just keeping up with, uh, you know, the, the other agents necessarily, but we're keeping up with the whole marketing industry when it comes to um, uh, all of these issues. And Dave, I think um, uh, as you'd be aware, I've, I've certainly uh, what we call in the industry R and D. So rip off and duplicate some of your material that you've done so magnificently well. I haven't been able to give it the credit that uh, that it deserves, but um, <laughs> we, 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 we've, we've um, you know that's that's what we have to do is look at who are the industry leaders and and uh, try and not only emulate them, but then try and get another leg in front of them. Yeah. Uh, so I, I think it can look. You can look at two properties. I've been a consumer as well of recent times, so looking as a, as a prospective purchaser, and I'm shocked at how little information some of the properties I've been interested in have had. And then you can say, well, okay, that's, I think the industry says their defence is, well, look, let's go and have a look at the property, and, and then we'll try and sell you the property. But the reality is uh, no one's going to be sold a property they actually don't want. So um, I think when consumers are so time poor, they want that information, they want to be able to know that they can rely on it. When they get there, it is what they think it is, and uh, and that's obviously making it uh, considerably easier for, um, uh, for for consumers. And when it's missing, it's really obvious. Okay. Uh, just before we sort of move on from that, I'll share with you another uh, point that we're also using the 3D virtual tours for all of our investment uh, properties. Oh, so yeah. every time every time there's a changeover of tenant, the property gets re-scanned. So hmm. we've got a lot of our owners don't live in our area, so Sydney predominantly, but uh, lots of other places around the country and around the world. And uh, every, every 12 months or so when their tenant changes over, they're getting a complete refresh as to what their property looks like. Uh, and that means that um, you can really have a good understanding as to you know, you might be thinking, well, in a year's time, I want to repaint or I want to do the kitchen. Yeah. And you can start to, to put that into your planning versus uh, having it thrown at your last minute when the property manager goes, oh, geez, this is looking a bit ordinary. That's right. And from the, and from the uh, landlord's perspective, there's no surprises there. And uh, when they get the property back and there is a bit of wear and tear, they're not, uh, you know, they're, they're not expecting to see their home as it was five or ten years ago, which is sometimes the case. <laughs> People look back at their property with rose-coloured glasses, don't they? 
and every owner that's ever lived in a property and then moved out looked after it better than anyone ever will from that point on. So, <laughs> exactly, it's a funny so, phenomenon. You know, it, it is a, an interesting phenomenon that, that we that we enjoy. But uh, but in all seriousness, I think if you, again, it just comes back to quality information, doesn't it? Well, and it, and it's interesting that you've kind of hit the nail on the head there that people aren't necessarily after more information or quality information, but what they are after is saving their time, and and so they yeah. they, they're willing to do a bit more homework now than a few years ago in order to make sure that they're looking at just the two or three rather than looking at seven, eight, nine, ten on a weekend or during the course of the week. They really just Mm. want to nail it down to that few so, one, their their decision-making process isn't being confused, but uh, also um, uh, in a lot of cases it's very difficult to get um, the husband and the wife or the couple together at the one time. Um, So uh, for them to be able to work out we're going to look at these two this weekend um, these are the ones and we've looked at the virtual tour um, we've uh, we've checked out the photos we've seen the floor plan we've even seen that video and out of all of that that's given us the information to make this mm. one of those two properties well um, yes. that I think that's the game changer it's a it's not a matter of I know some agents subscribe to the idea or oh, we've just got to give them enough information to get them there but I think that the the volume of information required just to get people there is far greater now and a lot of agents are underestimating that. I think it's also an excuse for laziness. When the agent says, look, I don't want to give you a floor plan, you come and have a look at it, you know, the agent can do the floor plan, but sometimes they're a bit of work. Uh, a lot of our properties are in Queanbeyan, which is a, a town that's over 180 years old, and so there are properties here, and quite a few, you know, even up until recent days, that simply don't have plans in them. So, you know, that um, uh, to to actually draw up an accurate floor plan of the property, it, it does take a little bit of time. Yeah. But um, so agents can often say, well, look, we just don't want to do those things so that we... Um, uh, can draw the people there, but I really do think that most of the time it's just excuses. Yeah, yeah. And, and as you are saying, a lot of your business is coming from outside in and so uh, that information is even um, more valuable when there's a when the tyranny of distance is taken into account. Absolutely. Yeah, if you're coming down from Sydney and you've got a three-and-a-half-hour drive to uh, uh, to buy your investment property in uh, Canberra or Queanbeyan, uh, you know, again, you're not going to be looking at 30 properties that day. You might be looking at five or six. Um, and uh, often I'll have people, and in fact, we often make a good Sunday sale where people will say, look, I can't get down weekdays. I've got to come on a Sunday and I'm only looking at this property or, or that property. Um, and you've armed them with all the information that the inspection becomes a little bit of a foregone conclusion in most cases. Yeah, they've already subconsciously made the decision that yours is on the, at the top of the list before they've even walked in the door. Correct. Yeah, and so um, and, and look, and, and along that vein, we've got a lot of um, uh, military families, a lot of uh, people in defence industries that um, mm. uh, migrate back and forth to Canberra. So if somebody's looking to buy in Canberra right now, like what, what's the market dynamic like? Um, okay, so if units and townhouses are obviously incredibly popular, we've seen the uh, the rental returns on those have come up to uh, not far below in Canberra the actual house return. So, wow. average rental for a unit in Canberra is now at four hundred and seventy dollars a week, and the average for a house is only five hundred. So wow. that'll okay. tell you that'll tell you that uh, where where there's a lot of popularity, you can buy a really nice house for around the the, the mid to low sixes, say in Queanbeyan. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
which will give you only 10 to 15 minutes from Parliament House. And um, so you're right in the, in the heart, uh, as, it, as it is. And we've got some, I don't know, 30,000, 40,000 uh, people employed within a, a five to ten minute drive so wow. there's a lot of employment there's there's pretty good access and uh you can buy a really good quality house i think that's where there's really good value at the moment mm-hmm. um the market's been screaming out for uh more townhouses and units uh so they've really sort of picked up over the last year canberra has had the light rail system completed and um or the first stage of it so it joins civic to gungala which is on the northern side of town yeah. Uh, so um, uh, anything that's along a, a transport corridor, as, as you well know, um, there's always growth for, in that area. But there's also a lot of units coming in into that uh, area as well. So you're pretty much in for the long haul if you're buying there. Yeah. Um, I, th- I think everyone's still very nervous about um, uh, multi-unit living, being careful that there's no outstanding body corporate issues. I think that's something you need to look into very carefully with each and try and do some research on the builders uh, that are building the property. Yeah. Check that they're not just a shelf company that's changed a couple of times because there are a few very ordinary building um, uh, construction companies around the place that have left a bit of a trail of destruction. So right. um, there's always caution there to be had. And I think I, I noticed that your intro, you're talking about saving money for consumers, and I think that's a, a, a very noble thing and one of them is um yeah buy well in the first place buy something that's in a sensible location um buy a, a quality type of property that is saleable and resaleable and um you know do a little bit of research get in touch with with people like yourself and myself who will share the information without uh, the expectation that you're going to have to uh, have to buy it immediately yeah and um uh, the same old adage: location, research, presentation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, beauty is only beauty is only skin deep. So look, <laughs> at, look, look at uh, you know some of the properties I think that are underperformers are at the moment uh, are ones that do require a little bit of work to them. I know people are fairly time poor, uh, but gee, there's some good buying in that uh, in that section of the market. So some of the mid five stock um, that where you're buying in you know nearly a quarter acre block. Uh, so, so, I so, me through that. So, the the median you were saying, uh, if you're in Queen Bean, you're getting a nice house for six hundred to seven hundred, and and yes. what, and is that a, is that that's three bedrooms, two living area? How old would that home be? What's a, as you are imagining that type of home? What what yep. comes to mind for you? Uh, so, uh, um, if you're looking something around, Queenbeyan's got a, a wide range of, of, of age, but it, it could be like a full double brick, three bedy ensuite, double garage, um, and uh, again on that sort of six to six to eight hundred square metre block. Uh, so a lot of a lot of Queenbeyan stock has multi living, so you might have a unit downstairs or a oh, um, okay. or a little flat in the backyard that was built. A lot of these houses were built during the snowy scheme, yeah. um, so a little bit older there, but um, you know, the um, the uh, uh, people built a um, like a shed to live in first, and then they built the house. Built the house um, very afterwards. economic. Yeah, that's right. So you get a lot of that um, that type of stock around, which is really interesting. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, you'll be sort of in that um, high fives to uh, to high sixes for, for something decent in that regard. But if you're looking for something larger, we've got some very big houses here. The, the classic sort of 30 square five bedroom houses and they're still popping out at only in the high eights and I think they're incredibly good value for what you get uh, like 
per square metre, they are incredibly cheap. And, and with um, that, you're picking up an extra bedroom, a fourth bedroom maybe, a bigger living area? Is that what you, you're doing? Yeah, rumpus, up with your extra rumpus rooms, often a smokehouse if, you, if you're looking oh, to... Yeah, uh, yeah that, that, that's a quite a, a common feature around the place. Is that um, really? In Canberra, a smokehouse yeah. is a common feature? More, more Queanbeyan than Canberra. But, right. Um, yeah. What's the history there? What, what, that's that's um, quite peculiar. Is there a yeah. disproportionate amount of German settlers or what, what's the... Yeah, former Yugoslavs mainly. So really, um, yeah. Croatians and, um, uh, and, and the like, yeah. So, um, I, I, in fact, I've got one at my house, a smokehouse. I did try and use it, but uh, I did wonder how the neighbours put up with smoke for three days as you're curing your meat. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> well, perfect but, yeah, conditions yeah. for it because it's nice and cool there, isn't it? It is, yeah, yeah. absolutely. We're, we're we're very spoilt with our weather. We do get our hot days like you guys get, but um, but uh, you know most of our days and uh, are uh, uh, pretty magical. Even on a cold day, when everyone's seeing that it's minus two or something like that, usually it's a, it'll be a nice clear blue sky, sunny day, and and just lovely. So it's good. It's a good climate. Great place to live. It was interesting what you were mentioning before about the opportunities in your marketplace and with those properties mm-hmm. that are that are in the fives that just need a little bit of care and attention because we've noticed that here as well where mm. for as long as interest rates have been low and of course with the recent adjustment to record low levels I'm sure we're going to see this as a trend persist in, in the years to come but people are just more inclined to borrow more whilst money's cheap rather than buy well and then spend the money on improvements post-settlement because they can yeah. throw in that extra money into the deposit and stretch and, and get a little bit better or get a bigger mortgage and get a slightly better home um, and so less inclined to, to spend the money and create equity but uh, um, our market here I think is teetering at the moment and um, it wouldn't surprise me if we found values soften over the next 12 to 18 months rather than um, in, in continue to climb and uh, so I think there is uh, and I'm, I'm not sure what the market's like there in Queensland but I think whenever there's that dynamic where you can be less certain about the future I think it's always um, Prudent to buy those homes that you can add value to in case you you know you can you you need all of that equity in say twelve or eighteen months or two years time. I'll give you some classic examples, some numbers that would be very helpful. So, uh, just recently, I sold a one bedroom unit, so just thirty five square meters, not much bigger than a. Uh, uh, well, about the size of a double garage for most people. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, they, they are selling in poor condition around the $130,000 mark or thereabouts. Yeah. They'll rent they'll rent for around $240, $250 a week. So they're showing a good return straight out of the blocks. Mm. But um, I've then sold a renovated one that had had a, a really nice makeover, but there's only so much money you can spend in a 36-metre uh, unit. And um, they, they've been stretching as high into the 180s. So, uh, you know, People wow. have probably invested about twenty thousand to return fifty, and um, I think that's a, um, a a good example. In the two bedrooms, we've just had recent ones in poor condition around the sixty-five square meter mark that have been selling around the two two oh five two fifteen mark, and then I've sold a be- one in beautiful presentation. Um, the owners did a did a full renovation on it, but just gone at two hundred and uh, two hundred and seventy eight thousand five hundred. So, again, um, people will pay for quality. Uh, People will pay for good presentation and ease of living. So, yeah, yeah, if if you're a student and you want to pick up something and come and do six weeks' work on it, uh, then uh, uh, there's some good opportunity there. But even still, even when they're in not great condition, if you're just prepared to look after them, you'll get a good return. Your your financial return's good. One thing I should let you know, very important decision if you're looking to buy in this region – 
ACT has one little setback and that's called land tax. And I do love the irony on this because you don't actually own the land that you're paying tax on, but that's it's a lease in the ACT, not not um, not freehold. Oh, really? But the, mm. the land tax is applicable to units, um, and uh, you don't have to own any land to be paying land tax. Now, hmm. so if you're buying a unit, you're going to be paying somewhere around the, say, $1,700 a year, which does put a fair dent in your return. So as an alternative for people that want the region, um, Queanbeyan has, New South Wales doesn't have land tax applicable unless you own an awful lot of land, um, but uh, you'll you'll won't see people paying land tax generally on uh, on apartments and, and units. So straight out of the blocks, you're looking at uh, you know a saving of seventeen eighteen hundred dollars a year, but you're still getting those incredibly good returns on your on your money. So there's a little saver there for people that are smart enough to listen to your podcast, Dave. Ah, and so and again, you know, Queen Bean to the centre of uh, Canberra is only fifteen minutes, and so Absolutely. you can save that seventeen hundred dollars a year just by skipping across the border. Correct. Fantastic. What a great tip. Mm. Um, And so it seems to be the opportunity for buyers and sellers is uh, very, very similar. It's on uh, on the same coin but on the different side in that if you're a buyer, look to buy those properties that need a bit of work so you can add value to them in the short term with largely cosmetic work, working on the aesthetic carpet, paint, um, floor coverings, gardens, that type of thing, and Correct. and um, and if you're um, uh, if you're a home seller, to spend that twenty or thirty thousand dollars in preparation uh, for sale can net you that extra fifty, sixty, seventy thousand dollars if you're uh, with an agent, you're in the right hands, and you've got the right marketing on your side. Correct. And if you do the right planning with that as well. So I think a lot of people will come to market just that little bit too quick. Uh, they haven't really presented the property for sale yeah. in the right way. So if, you, if you've got a little bit of time up your sleeve, um, then, uh, yeah, get the house get, get, get the house or the unit ready. Um, and, again, that old age, age-old adage of buying the worst house in the best street. Uh, you know, if you find something that's in good complex and it's slightly undercooked when it comes to presentation, buy it, tune it up and, um, you know, You'll, you'll do well with it. Great. And and something a lot of people do struggle with, a lot of lay people that might have only transacted on a couple of occasions, is that they just don't know the right people to speak to to get the right advice on what the right street or what the right location or where the best value can be added. And so um, I may just suggest to anybody that's listening to the podcast to uh, don't hesitate to reach out to John. I mean, John's a, uh, I hope you don't mind me saying, but a free resource. You can pick up the phone, mm. speak to John, make sure that you're buying in that right location, that you, you're on the right side of the border, that you're uh, perhaps avoiding the land tax, that you're getting a freehold property instead of a leasehold property, that the strata fees are right or that, the, uh, that there's not a big debt associated with the strata. Um, and that you are buying buying well and uh, you know, simply a phone call to John before you do anything in, in Canberra, Queen Bianne, and any of that part of the world um, can save you tens of thousands of dollars in making the wrong decision. So uh, for any anybody that's tuning in that's looking to make a move to Canberra or anybody that might be listening in Canberra who's looking to make a move themselves, uh, I do suggest reach out to John, use him as a resource and, and borrow from his 25 years of experience and make sure that you're getting the right advice before you do anything in real estate. 
Absolutely, Dave. Thank you for that. And yes, I'd certainly reiterate that uh, more than happy to have that conversation. We do offer property management services uh, across ACT and New South Wales. So even if you're buying through somebody else, um, you may wish to uh, get some advice on what you're about to buy. And I often have that um, where people will ask me and say, look, we'd like to use you for our rentals, but um, we just happen to like this home here and there's no need to feel embarrassed about that. As a buyer, buy the best property that you can buy. Um, yeah. Hopefully I've got it, but if I haven't, well, I'll just have to work harder to get the next one, won't I? Well, well I'm, fond, I'm fond of saying to people, there's plenty of uh, agents you want to buy off of, but not too many you want to sell through. <laughs> and so... Uh, <laughs> um, so, um, so buy, yeah, buy off the, the others, page. you'll probably get the, yeah, probably get a better buy, but, uh, you know, certainly um, you'll get a better buy if you rely on the information that we're providing you as well. Yeah. So, Look, you, you'll, get a, you'll get a good property at a fair price. Um, that's for sure. You just—I I don't have many bargains very often. It's only if there's something that's an absolute. Um, if I say it's a bargain, I can tell you it's definitely a bargain. Yeah. Um, but um, you know, and that, that'll be with a motivated seller that just doesn't have time to explore higher prices and whatnot. Yeah. And that's fair enough too. There's a place for that. So uh, yeah. yeah, but um, yeah, certainly uh, uh, more, more than happy to have a chat with anyone uh, along the way. Fantastic, John. Well, thank you so much. And once again, John Buckley, anybody that's looking at buying and selling real estate anywhere around Canberra, Queen Bianne, that whole surrounding region, uh, John's qualified and registered in both the ACT and New South Wales. So if there's any information that you need about real estate in that part of the world, don't hesitate to reach out to John at Remax and he'll be more than happy to help you. I'm Dave from Real. Thanks so much for joining me on the podcast once again and I'll look forward to bringing you more next episode. Thanks for tuning in again to this episode of the Dave Sovereign Podcast. Please follow us on Facebook or subscribe to us on iTunes and we look forward to bringing you more next week.